Yeah, you were, yeah, you were, and now you're reigning still, enthroned above all things. Angels and saints cry out. We join them as we sing. Stand, glory to God. Help me sing. Glory to God. Glory to God forever. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God forever. Oh! 
Hey, we're glad you guys are here this morning. Wow. Well, go ahead and sit down if you would. And I'll explain why here in a second. When you came in the door, you guys received the uh, Talk to Us card. And if you're visiting with us, we'd love to have you fill that, uh, that card out and take it to guest services out in the main foyer at the end of the service. Pick up a gift bag. It's got some goodies and that sort of thing in there. Just to tell you, thanks for being with us. Well, this weekend's a special weekend for us uh, as, a, as a band, as a worship band, uh, because we get to kind of lead worship throughout the entire service today. And um, some of that is because we're also uh, just received back one of our uh, albums that we've been recording for the last about month and a half or so. And uh, so it's available out there in the foyer as you leave. And uh, it's not because we think we're all that, uh, that we did an album. Basically, it's just like we're always talking about in here. We want to provide a karaoke track for you to praise Jesus with. And um, in fact, excuse me, in fact, we want that so much that we actually put two karaoke tracks on the album. Yeah. I've already heard back from some people who did that last night, and they're like, wow, that, that's pretty weird. <laughs> so, yeah, you, yeah, we're just weird around here. That's how we do. That's how we roll, right? All right. Um, so anyway, that's what that's all about. And um, even if you don't buy anything, that's cool. We're not trying to this isn't like a long infomercial for the album. We just want to let you know that's available. We want you guys to praise the Lord with all your heart today. Let me read something to you out of Ephesians chapter 1. Um, this is just incredible. It says, So we praise God for the glorious grace He has poured out on us who belong to His dear Son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that He purchased our freedom with the blood of His Son and forgave our sins. That's the whole story of the Christian faith. That we were unworthy. The Bible says that we were separated from God by our sins. That every one of us was separated from God. And yet he loved us enough to send Jesus to die in our place. That whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. That is grace in a nutshell. We sing about grace over and over here at New Spring. Because we never get tired of thinking about how awesome it is that God would love us that much to send his son to die for us. You guys stand up and sing this song with us if you would. There is love that came for us Humble to a sinner's cross You broke my shame and sinfulness Rose again, victorious That sets me free It's Jesus Christ Who lives in me Sing it out You are stronger You are stronger Sin is broken You have saved me It is written Christ is risen Jesus you Save the lost, you paid it all. 
Yeah, we're going into all the world. We're carrying the light of Jesus. And we shine, we shine. In the darkest place we shine. Yeah, we're going into all the world. We're carrying the light of Jesus. And we shine, we shine. In the darkest place we shine. Now is the time for the people to rise. Lift up a shout, everybody cry out. Raise your voice, shout out a noise, and dance and dance and joy. We are the BDG. We are the ones who are faith. And we belong to Jesus. We are See you. 
Thanks for singing with us. You guys sit down. Let's watch this video together.
saved so that you would receive all glory to your name. Everlasting God from age to age, you never change. A true love story remains for all eternity. So all the world may see the beauty of the crosses that this one who has redeemed my soul. The beauty of the crosses that I'm finding free and letting go. The beauty of the crosses that your grace is found in just as I am. Jesus, Jesus. 
So 
before you this morning. We know that we're nothing without you, Lord. God, I just thank you so much that when we're weak and when we're less than perfect, you can still work through us, Lord, and that we can do all things through Christ. God, I just pray that you continue to be with us this morning as we worship. We praise you and we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So be the first to make our voices loud. We could look our best and pass the test of others in the crowd. But what you want is not a front or a show for some to see. So here we stand, lift our hands in full transparency. We sing you smile, a proud father of his child. We praise it's your design. It's unrefined. Religion dies because it tries to appease a distant God by keeping rules and using tools that only are a fraud. But you are near and want to hear us simply cry to you. No fancy words, praises, Lord, it's you we will pursue. We fail, you forgive. A second chance by grace to live. Praise your design 
Thank you all so much for singing. You can have a seat for a little bit. All right. It feels good to sit down, doesn't it? I wouldn't know. I'm still standing. Cool. Hey, I want to tell you a couple thoughts real quick about grace. We talked about it right at the beginning of the service, and you noticed already a bunch of our songs are about grace, and we said that's really the central theme when it comes to, to knowing Jesus, because apart from God's grace, there's no way we have access to God. There's no way we can do anything about our sin. So I want to read to you something. This is for those of you who know Jesus as your Savior. Here's how God views you. Listen to this. This is incredible. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Think about that phrase, without fault, in his eyes. Now, I know you, you guys probably don't do this, and you're probably better at this than me, but sometimes I, I kind of get full of myself, and, and I sin by talking about people behind their back, you know? And um, if you've ever done that, you know, you, you say something bad about somebody and they're not there, God just somehow always seems to orchestrate it so you run into that person the next day, you know what I'm saying? Maybe at the grocery store or something, you know, Walmart, you see the person at the end of the row, and you're like, oh, maybe they didn't see me. And, you know, it just changes your perspective of other people. It, because there's something wrong there. There's a fault there. You know you've done something that's not quite right. You know, sometimes I think that, that we think that, that when we sin, it somehow changes the way that God views us. And so it, it affects our relationship to him. So then we, we try to hide or we try to cover. And, and the funny thing is, God knows that you sin. I guess you realize that. Like when you tell God, God, I've really messed up here, he doesn't go, oh, really? That, that just totally slipped up on me. No, he sees it all, right? That's why the Bible tells us that if we'll just come to him, he'll forgive us because with, you are without fault in his eyes because of grace. Now, if we were just to stop right there, that would be enough. Because if you think about the fact that there's no good reason why God would choose to do that. You realize that? I mean, you know some good people. And there's some of you, I'm sure, are wonderful, wonderful people. But there's really no good reason why God would send his son to die in our place. The Bible says every one of us is, are sinners. It says all have sinned and fallen short of God's perfect standard. And so there's no way that we could get there. So just by, by looking at the fact that God says we're without fault, that's enough to celebrate. That's enough to get pretty excited about. But there's another aspect that God shares with us later on in Ephesians chapter 1. By the way, that's, that's the chapter I'm reading in Ephesians chapter 1. If you ever get bored at home, maybe there's nothing on the TV or, you know, you just need something to do, take out your Bible, read Ephesians chapter 1. It'll blow your mind, all right? This, it's just incredible. Uh, check this out. It says, furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. All right, so first of all, we said we're without fault. Here's the second thing. God tells us that he's got an inheritance for us. Now, don't raise your hands on this, but, but how many of you think that maybe you are in the will of somebody who has lots of money? Yeah, I don't know, maybe two of you. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping, you know, my last name is Cummins, like the diesel. I keep hoping one day I'm just going to get a phone call that goes, yeah, you know, great-grandpa Cummins left you some money. I, I don't think so. Maybe. That's kind of exciting. But you know what? When we think of an inheritance, we think of, man, I'm going to get a little piece of somebody else's wealth, you know, and it's going to be equally divided among 400 of us or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But God's saying we get an inheritance from a person, from a being, from God who created everything. He owns everything. 
that's incredible. And you might think, okay, that's, that's kind of cool, whatever. This passage in Ephesians chapter 1 actually says that we are joint heirs. We are co-heirs with Jesus Christ. Now, you might go, wow, that sounds really nice and churchy and spiritual. Basically, what it, what it says is this, that the same spirit that lives in us, you, you who have placed your faith in Jesus, that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead and set him at the right hand of God. In other words, the place of privilege, the place of favor, the place of blessing, that same spirit is in you, and because of that, you have the same inheritance that Jesus has. Think about that for just a second. That'll blow your mind. There's no reason why God would have to do that for us, and yet he chose to. He chose to because of his grace. That's unbelievable. It goes on later in, in chapter 1 to say, so we praise and glorify him. Because of grace, we can praise him. Because of grace, we can glorify him. You know, sometimes we think this is going to be about, you know, this is about worship or the, the singing of the songs in this auditorium. You know, this is an aspect of worship, and this is a way that we can praise and glorify him. But you know what? It's easy to worship God here. It's real easy. It's real easy to raise our hands and sing with all our might and say, man, God, you're awesome, and I love what you're doing in my life. You know when it's not so easy to worship? The rest of the week. When you're at home with your kids and your kids are getting on your nerves, you know what I'm talking about? I just went on a vacation with my family, so, you know, I've spent a lot of quality time with my kids. You know, your, your temper gets short and you get annoyed. That's when God wants us to worship. Now, how do we do that? We don't want to like, stop everything and kneel down and start singing. It's just, you're just saying, God, I yield my will to you. I'm going to praise you because of all that you've done for me. You've declared me without fault and you've said I have an incredible inheritance. We worship God, not just with the music here, but with our entire lives. We want you guys to sing this incredible song with us in just a minute called God of Grace. And I love the fact that it just declares that because of what he's done for us, we can just live for him. We can sing to him, declare every part of our life his property. All right, you guys stand up and let's sing this song together.
better word than all the empty claims I've heard upon this earth speaks righteousness for me it stands in my defense Jesus it's your blood sing that again your blood speaks a better word than all the empty claims I've heard upon this earth speaks righteousness for me it stands in my defense Jesus, it's your blood.
as one body in Christ to give you our praise and to give you worship from the innermost beings of our heart. And we pray, Jesus, that as we go out through this week, that we would be reminded to calm ourselves and to listen for your quiet voice so that we may worship you in every area that we have. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Hey, you guys can be seated. Thank you so much for worshiping with us today. We hope it's been a great experience for you. Uh, ushers, you guys go ahead and come forward and get ready to take the offering. And if you guys would take a look at what's going on at New Spring. celebration is coming up on Sunday, August 29th. We won't have any services here at New Spring. Instead, we'll be packing up and heading to the Hartman Arena in Park City. You can get more information at newspring.org baptism. If you're interested in being baptized at Watermark, be sure to visit the information table just outside the 252 Theater in the East Hallway. Join us for the first Wednesday service this Wednesday, August 4th at 6.30 p.m., where we'll worship, celebrate the Lord's Supper together, and hear a powerful message from Mark. Remember, New Spring Connect will no longer take place after the first Wednesday service. You can find out more about when the next Connect is at newspring.org connect. If you're new to New Spring or just ready to take the next step, Discovery is for you. On August 7th or 8th, you can find out more about our vision, meet ministry leaders, and find out about volunteer opportunities. To sign up online, go to newspring.org discovery. Jumpstart is your elementary child's opportunity to find out more about a relationship with Jesus and what it means to be baptized. You can register online at newspring.org jumpstart.